Oracle of New Creation. Um, we are reading from Job 25 and 26 today, James 1 and Psalm 33. So I'm going to read you a little bit from James 1. Verse 2, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So um, I was raised in an evangelical Christian Baptist church, and I came away with this impression that in order to live a Christian life that is living up to what I ought, um, that I would feel joyful most of the time. And if I wasn't feeling joyful, it meant that something was wrong. Um, and that I wouldn't talk about hard things because then that is not being joyful. And if I did talk about not hard things, I would feel very guilty about it um, and really want to like bypass it and say something like, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, God's in charge. Those kind of things. I don't think everyone was had that experience, but I definitely did. And I'm assuming that other people did too. Um, so when I read verses like this, sometimes my mind can very easily go there. Um, and I get kind of a almost guilt feeling like, oh, well, when I have trials, I don't feel joyful about it. But I don't think that's what this is saying um, at all. In fact, I think that's a pretty unhealthy expectation that was put on me and that I put on myself. Um, because I think what this is saying is that when we have trials in our lives, when things are hard, it's really difficult and it what it does is expands inside of us when we're going through hard things we're feeling things we haven't had to feel before we're working through things we haven't had to work through before um and all of that pain and difficulty expands us and allows us to feel more empathy for others. It allows us to see ourselves more clearly. It brings maturity, all of this that James is saying. Um, and so there are good things that come from trials. And I think that's more what James is saying. Don't lose hope in the trial. There's good things that are going to come from this. Um, you are going to be expanded. You are going to reach a new level of maturity. And I also think it allows us to feel things more deeply. It reminds me of, if any of you have read, we're reading right now, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane, um, written by Kate DeCamio. And in it, there's this China rabbit that starts out his life um, being owned and doted on by this little girl, Abilene. And he just doesn't really feel it. He doesn't return that love. It's kind of all about him. And then you kind of travel with him through all these different experiences and this whole journey that involves suffering and hardship. And his heart slowly expands and is capable of love in a way that it was never capable of when he... um just didn't have to face any hardships. 
And so I think it's the same with us. Our hearts expand and grow and deepen as we go through hard things. And I think that's the hope that we can hold on to when we're experiencing those hard things. And I think that's more what James is saying. Um, not that it's going to feel joyful or feel a certain way or that we should even expect it to feel a certain way. Um, Lord, thank you that we live a life that is imperfect, that there are hard things that we go through, even though sometimes it feels like they're too much. Thank you that there is hope in those hard things, that something's happening in us, that we're growing and changing, learning more about ourselves and learning more about others as we experience those hard things. Um, In Jesus' name, amen.